Hey, you fellas, welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Freddy, one of your hosts. Yeah, that's right, Freddy. I'm Freddy, too. Little Freddy, they call me, because I'm so big. <laughs> My name is ironic. It's ironic. We love irony here in the 30s. We say, boy, that's rich when we're so, so poor. <laughs> Well, what do we do on this show, Freddy, too? Well, here's what we do. We take the... Well, see, here's the thing. We have a lot of time on our hands because we're not looking for jobs like we should be. So here's what we do. We take the Marvel Cinematic Universe, scrumble it up into... We put it into an order that is makes more sense to us, like uh, historical, real historical-like. And then we make sense. Yeah. Not a lot of stuff to do in 1931. Exactly. So like, what are we going to do? You can use Go. a lot of your time to just right. make a exactly. list. Yeah, We're keeping sense. out of trouble. <laughs> we Absolutely. take prohibition seriously over here. <laughs> right. Not, certainly not pouring something sneakily into this flask. It's just Coca-Cola. Don't you worry. It's 1930s Coca-Cola. There's no alcohol, but there's other stuff. Ooh, it feels good. Anyway. Let's go. Uh, so you're right. We do do that. In historical order. We do it scene we, by scene. That's right. Until the end Freddy. of time, which I imagine will be somewhere in 2002. That's yeah, as far that sounds as I about right. That's, that's that's pretty far away. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> the future. <laughs> uh, you know, I once heard a guy tell me that the future is yesterday, and that didn't make any sense <laughs> to me. So anyway, we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I'm going to go back to my normal yes. voice now. Sorry, actually, I just realized I can't do this the entire episode. Could you imagine? Hey, surprise, by the way, it's yeah, Colin James, it's James if yeah, you couldn't yeah. tell. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, so this is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 2. Little Freddy was my father's name. Please, call me James. Little Freddy is my father. Yeah, <laughs> that's, good. That's, a good, that, that's a good joke there. Uh, and we're starting at 36 minutes and 34 seconds, and we are ending at 38 minutes and 2 seconds. Freddy is frantically reloading his pistol. Koenig tells him to stop. And he also tells him that he's better than this. He doesn't have to do this and make the same mistakes his father made. Freddy asks why he thinks he's doing this to begin with. I'm going to be somebody, not a coward like him. A car mysteriously rolls up. Koenig slowly puts down his gun. Listen, listen. You and I are going to go get a drink. And we'll talk about this. There's a brief pause. And then Freddy pulls his gun up higher. Stop. What? Are you going to shoot me? He says, which is statistically the most common thing someone has ever said before getting shot. <laughs> Freddy, you're a lot of things, but you're not a... And then, as I predicted, Freddy shoots. Now, to be clear, it's just in his arm. Koenig is fine, but he does stagger a bit. Right. You think you know me? You don't know me. You don't know nothing. And apparently, uh, Freddy also doesn't know grammar, but that's wow. okay. Uh, Freddy then saunters over to the car, and Koenig yells out, You just stepped off a building, Freddy. Freddy gets in the car, and it leaves. And that is a 1931 rap on Freddy. Uh, yep. So, James. Yeah. I hope you're ready, because I have been saving up a couple extra Who's Freddy's, so that when we... Go out with a bang, haha. Ha. Uh, on Who's Freddy? We have five rounds of Who's Freddy. Are you ready? Let me say this then before we get into the thing. Yes, it, oh, go for it, it is, if I may, 
fucked up for Kanan to say you're stepping off a building to a man whose father literally stepped off a building. That is a messed up thing to say to someone as they're leaving. They're not going to turn around and be like, oh, you know, I see reason now. Now that you've brought up my father's suicide, you know. I Well, the thing is, I think there it's knowing that he can't be saved. Right. So he's letting him know. You just said you don't want to make the same mistakes, right. but you've done it. Right, but I, I get I get what what he means, but he picked an idiom right. that is oh, it's it's like fucked up. You're, but I you're 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 in yeah. a sinking boat, person who was on the Titanic, like <laughs> right. But I, I I don't I mean you know I don't know if that's Kane knows an idiom or if that do you think it's on purpose? I, I think that that was definitely. I don't think hey, it was... Hey, you did just shoot me, so I'm going to put... I'm just going to twist exactly, my knife a little exactly. bit. I mean, Kanan knows what happened to Freddy's dad. No, for sure. So, for him oh, to sure. say that specific thing, you're making a big mistake, would be one thing. You're stepping off a building after he'd already said, don't end up like your father. Like, I think that it was intentional. I think it was intentional. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's intentional. A little fucked up, but also, like... It's, you know, Koenig kind of puts on this mask mm-hmm. of toxic masculinity, sure. right? Tox- it's like, this is what everyone expects me. Ha ha ha, yeah. It is very much like, this is what everyone expects me to be right. like. This is what 1931 expects me to be like. But for a brief moment, he puts everything aside yep. and he is like, hey, I know we have this weird power dynamic, but actually I do care. Yeah. And I want you to know that like, I don't want you to end up like dead or hurt or making decisions that are going to be bad for you. I want you to survive and I want you to do well. Yeah, absolutely. So he puts down his gun and he's like, let's get a drink. We're going to talk about it. I'm here for you. And then when he slaps him in the face, he's like, oh yeah, you slap me while I slap you two times. <laughs> you you take that, you no you good Freddy. Glasses dropper. You Fred Claus. You're not ready for that one, but your grandkids are going to love it. Well, they're, they're going to think it's okay. Right. It'll be mostly acclaimed. <laughs> All right. So with that with that said, I'm ready for the Freddy Marathon. Okay. It's the final Freddy. <laughs> right. Okay. So here we go. Who's Freddy? Here is number 21. This Fred is a famous rapper known for her work in the bounce music scene here in New Orleans. She has actually been credited as the one who made bounce music a popular genre, which has mostly been an underground movement since the 90s until her arrival on the scene. Her voice has been sampled in Beyonce's formation. She's collaborated with artists like Drake, New Kids on the Block, Jordan Sparks, Boys to Men, and many more. James, do you know who Freddie is? Um, I believe that's Big Frida. It is. You ever you ever know something and be like, when when did I pick that one up? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> when when was that? See, it's it's great because like obviously Frida yeah. is not spelled like Fred, right. but their their given name is Freddie Rice. Right. So yeah, there you have it. Like it's it's that thing of like I love when you can kind of go. It's kind of like you know. Uh, Alfred Pennyworth, where you're like, well, Fred is in the name there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So, yeah, it's good stuff. So I I like that. It felt like a good one. And again, kind of like the Boswell sisters tying it into where I am. And also like the only like predominantly like famous female Freddy that I could find. There were a couple others, but like 
They were either much further stretches than than you know, Freddie to Frida, mm-hmm. uh, or they they weren't really that famous. They were like if you were in a specific region, you might know right. them. Right. Um, not that Big Frida isn't kind of that in a way, but like because they've now been uh, uh, featured in some of these huge artists, right. like their name is right. certainly much more out there than other people were. Totally, absolutely. Okay, let's move right along to number 22. And with this one, James, yeah. I'm not even going to try and make this one challenging. Mm-hmm. I just want to have some fun facts to say out loud uh, so that we can all get there together. Great. This Fred is an actor, director, and producer. He is a Fred who has a brother that starred in a famous sitcom that is talked about on a podcast on our network. <laughs> he also is famously the child in one of the greatest American classics, Princess Bride. But of course, his most famous role is that of the main character in a TV show that shares a title with one of your favorite bands in the world, right. The Wonder Years. Right. James, who's Freddie? Well, those that was a savage bunch of facts there, Colin, and I will say... That that is Mr. Fredford Alexander Fredford. Alexandrite Savage. Oh, yeah. Not not people actually. I do. Not a lot of people know that, that his two middle names, but uh, that's huh. yeah, yeah. Fred Savage, absolutely. Um, what the 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 star of the show that makes searching for videos on YouTube of my favorite band or one of my favorite bands, The Wonder Years, real hard. <laughs> Very difficult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, oh, I will good. say, I, I also, not, not a lot of people know this, the voice of Kevin Arnold on The Wonder Years is Daniel Stern, who was Marv in Home Alone. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Because his, and and they got him to do the voice when Simpsons did a, like a parody of that sort of voiceover. I never, I knew, I didn't know then, but I knew now, but, you know, I would soon find out this, this was my best moment with my dad or whatever. They got Daniel mm-hmm. Stern to do that authentic you know wonder years voice because his brother david stern is a producer on the simpsons huh so hey everyone knows someone exactly right? and some of them are your brothers Small like ben one. savage and fred savage mm-hmm. absolutely and the li- little All talked right. about oh. ronnie savage who is you know just a real disappointment Who's Ronnie Savage? There's no one that I know of named Ronnie Savage. I was just making. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a Who's deep Ronnie? pool because I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's in the next season, James. <laughs> All right, I am going to move on to the next Fred. Okay, here we go. Ready. This Fred, hot, ready, Freddie. Huh? This Fred is one that you're going to think that you don't know, but you absolutely do know them, James. Okay. He is a former IGN producer, which, by the way, IGN stands for Internet Gaming Network who left California and headed to Austin, Texas to hone his craft as a streamer and online series personality. From hardcore tabletop to mini golf to Minecraft to being so good at Rainbow Six Siege that there is an in-game charm that you can unlock that has his personal logo on it. Possibly my favorite Fred from the list, James, who's Freddy? Oh, it's 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 the guy, oh, he realizes that he's done something bad or something like that. Alfredo, what, I don't... Diaz. Diaz. Yep, yep, yep. You don't want to start making up names when it's names of a culture that isn't your own. Right, sure. Then it just becomes, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but cool. I hadn't thought of, about that. Very, very cool. I did know. Thank you. I was. I did know mm-hmm. who you, I was like, mm, I wonder if it's that guy that, that is in Colin's pin tweet. Very good, very good. Love me some Alfredo Diaz. Mm-hmm. Also one of the hosts of a podcast called Red Web. Mm-hmm. Not on the Scavengers Network, but just, you know, uh, not yet. Like friendly little recommendation. Okay. 
Um, we have two more. Okay, here we go. Possibly the easiest one, James. Oh, okay. A truly visionary and gifted artist. Absolute musical royalty. A literal icon. Need I say more? You need... James, who's Freddie? You need not. Uh, is that, this has to be Freddie Mercury. Absolutely, yeah. yes. Quicksilver, Marvel, uh, we got there. Yep, we got there. Hey, you, you made the tie. <laughs> All right. And now, here's the final one. Okay, this is the final This Freddy. is the actual yeah. final Freddie. The lead singer of Europe. Our, <laughs> our final Fred returns us to the silver screen. Mm. This Fred is an actor and producer that is possibly one of the biggest names to grace the big screen. With a distinct voice and an incredible poise, strength, and command of the room, his acting prowess has seen him don many iconic characters and receive an onslaught of accolades for his performance. If you don't know this Fred, then you don't know Jack. With this final Fred, we say goodbye to our little segment, Who's Freddy? So without further ado, James, for the final time, Who's Freddy? So, You Don't Know Jack makes me think of that Robin Williams movie, Jack. But... Actor? Just as a small hint, there is a movie called You Don't Know Jack. Okay. Actor and producer, unique voice. It's very distinct. Like, you could never mistake him for someone else. Is his name Fred, or is it? does he use a different name? Like a stage name? He... He uses part of his name, and so the Fred part is dropped. Okay, so it's. And I'm gonna give you. I give. Gonna give you one more hint. Two former people that we've mentioned are basically were kind of almost hints as well towards this person in a way. In fact, one of them we just mentioned in this episode. In this episode, so mm-hmm. Big Frida, Fred Savage, Alfredo Diaz. Freddie Mercury. Is it Al Pacino? It is Al Pacino. (laughs) Alfredo Pacino is his name. Are you proud of me? I I am very (laughs) proud of you. I am also, here's the thing, not to toot my own horn. I am very proud of myself because I had looked up all sorts of like names and stuff like that. And I was always looking for like Alfred and stuff like that. uh, Jack, uh, um, the the killed people guy, Jack, um, shit. the guy, what? Uh, the guy that uh, Kevorkian. That movie was about Jack Kevorkian. You don't know Jack, and he played Jack Kevorkian. Mm, anyway, yes. So yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yep. And Don Corleone, and say goodbye, yep. say hello to my little friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. I felt good. so good about this because I thought about Alfred Pennyworth mm-hmm. like last minute at one point, and I threw him into the list, and then I was like. You know, I'm going to look up like Alfred's maybe like maybe like looking up Fred and Frederick's or like saying like Fred in the name wasn't distinctive enough for Google. So I looked up like famous Alfred's and then I found that they were like Alfred, Alfredo, Alfredo. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, oh, snap, I could put in my Alfredo as also kind of something to maybe get your mind thinking Alfred, Mm. F-R-E-D is in Alfredo. So it's like a nice little puzzle, you know, like a little riddle. Riddle, eh, probably not riddle, but like a little mind puzzle to kind of get you there. And I was so stoked when I found Alfredo Pacino like two weeks ago um, <laughs> and put that in there. Uh, and before we get to uh, the final segment, by the time you're hearing this episode, with all of the who's 
Fr- uh, Who's Freddy segment's done, mm-hmm. there is now going to be in the Scavengers Network merch store uh, a piece of merch with Who's Freddy materials on it. Love it. So you're going to want to go check that out. If you would like to show some love and appreciation for the Freddies in your life. Yeah, and the Freddies at heart. Oh, yeah, that's so true. I have a Fred in my heart. Oh, yeah? Well, have is... you done it? looked at or uh yeah you know it's you know it's i don't have a joke i know <laughs> with that being said we say goodbye for sure to who's freddy and now james take us to another segment to head us out of the episode yes let's do a radio of 1931 real quick this is um on october 26 1931 the, the show alice joy the dream singer debuts on nbc um, Alice Joy, born Francis Holcomb, was an American contralto, which means super duper low, singer in vaudeville and on the radio. When she was 18, billed under her birth name, Joy performed in vaudeville as a member of Will J. Ward's Five Piano Girls. An item in the trade publication The Billboard noted, Miss Holcomb has a wonderful voice and has been well received as she performed with Ward's group. By 1930, described as radio's latest find, she was singing on NBC radio on the Chase and Sanborn program. In 1931, she was singing with Paul Van Yoon, your Paul, the Paul Van Yoon Orchestra, on a five nights a week program and using her stage name. Also in 1931, she was dubbed the Prince Albert Dream Girl when she sang on a network program sponsored by Prince Albert Pipe Tobacco. The 15-minute Alice Joy the Dream Singer show was broadcast from 1931 to 1932. Sorry, was broadcast from 1931 to 1932 on NBC and then from 1932 to 1934 on the Blue Network, which I think was like an NBC spinoff, kind of like an MSNBC situation. We've talked about them before, but um, the more I've read about it, the more I've found that. And then in January and February of 1938 on NBC, an article in Time Magazine described her voice as having, quote, a saxophone quality so deep that it might be a man's. Hmm. So... Deep, wow. deep voice on Alice Joy, and she got a radio show on October 26th, 1931. Colin, that's going to do it for this episode. But before we go, I want to talk about, and I don't I don't even care, Colin, I'm going to talk about the Scavengers Network Patreon. Don't you even try and stop oh, me, God, Steve? okay, fine, Great. James, right. I guess. So we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. Mm-hmm. On this Patreon... For $2 a month, you get access to all sorts of bonus content. I was looking for something the other day, and I went to my Scavengers Network Patreon bonus content feed, and I was scrolling back, and I was like, there is so much good stuff, even just on like the, the audio feed. There's good stuff on the audio feed, there's videos, there's written stuff. It, it just, it's actually ridiculous how much stuff is on this bonus content feed and for two dollars a month you can get access to it you can certainly give more uh that is absolutely allowed we will allow that um so i would definitely recommend you head on over to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and sign up for the patreon today that's gonna do it for today colin yes james two two more two more, two more and then we're out of 31 and there's almost nothing they can do to pull us back in, he said, inspiring some writer to be like, what if we did summer of 1931? Say, that's a good idea, Sparky. Sparky. <laughs> you, you say there's nothing they, they could do to pull us back into 1931, and I just look directly into the camera and go, 
<laughs> and like give it that knowing look of here That's we go. Another We're fine have mess you've gotten us into. Yeah. Um. All right, but we are excited to have you as listeners. And as always, I am James Anderson, and I'm Colin Parker. And a car has just arrived, and the license plate says Excelsior, and it has Dyson in there. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. My name is Trevor Collins, and I love the unknown. I'm Alfredo Diaz, and I'm easily frightened. This is The Red Web, a podcast all about unsolved mysteries, true crime, conspiracies, and the supernatural. Each episode, Trevor sets out to scare me half to death, dropping little nightmares like it's no big deal. Pretty much every episode features a new mystery left to be solved. We will discuss the timelines and the facts of each case, along with popular theories that attempt to explain what's going on. Alfredo will be bringing speculation and questions as he hears these stories for the first time. Man, tons of stuff. Like, what's the hidden purpose of this website? Who's been leaving clues to an endless puzzle and why? What happened to the man in the dark suit we discussed earlier? And is this world really going to end in September? Trevor, you can't keep doing this to me, man. (laughs) The thing is, I can. And that's what we do here. And if you love unsolved mysteries like I do, and certainly like Alfredo does, subscribe to Red Web today wherever you listen to podcasts.